We got a bit of a different situation here today. I am going through some of my old files and I got some old interviews that I never put together. Um, so I wanted to give a chance to get these published, let these guys hear themselves. It was a lot of fun. Uh, today we got Matt Cross, safety from the Norfolk Seawolves. Uh, this podcast was done at the beginning of the year before the season had even started. I think it was right after the Prospect Bowl. His guy had got a pick six. Uh, he was feeling really good. Um, he's Matt Cross is a part of the S22, best 22 movement. You know, if you don't know, there's a lot of the DB Brotherhood uh, love going around in this year's draft class. We got a lot, a lot of talent in the defensive backfield. So a lot of us have gotten together to, you know, just talk trash and be supportive of each other and, and be encouraging. And, um, Matt was one of the guys who, when I reached out was welcoming and willing enough to say, yeah, I'll jump on the brand new podcast. I dig it. It brings lots of energy. We're very glad to have him. I really appreciate it. Again, this started at the beginning of the year. So a bunch of this stuff is going to be outdated. Um, but want to put, Matt Cross out there, shout him out. He's actually had a better year than his draft position would have indicated and definitely um, raised his draft prospects for the upcoming NSFL draft. Matt, way to go. Uh, Matt, I keep calling him Matt. It's Joey Bauer. It's Joey B. If you've seen him on as a user. And so uh, without any further ado, here's my interview, Chester Sweets, with uh, safety Matt Cross, a.k.a. Joey B. of the Norfolk Seawolves. Hey, y'all, this is Revolution. Thanks for coming out. I'm here with one of the best, Matt Cross, safety for the Norfolk Seawolves, a.k.a. Joey B. How you doing today? I'm doing I'm doing really great. You know, just the hype is it's really building up um, as the days go by. We've got the NSFL starting today later on and uh, tomorrow, you know, Tuesday, it all begins. The season in front of us. Oh, Man, don't get me wrong. I am excited for the NSFL to start today, but I cannot wait for tomorrow. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to watching the games today for sure. But just tomorrow, that's that's all that's a different level, you know, because it's just it's us, you know, season so much DSFL or season. That's it. That's it. So much energy coming from the season 22 class. Um, It's it's really going to be exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so let's jump into it. You're repping the Norfolk Seawolves, uh, Norfolk Best Folk, huh? Yeah, you betcha. Ooh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys started. are – That locker you guys room, are, it's great. Sorry, for, continue. No no worries. I, actually, you, you're digging that locker room, huh? You just got in there a few days ago? Yeah, no, it's so much fun. We've got we've got great personalities. Everybody's incredibly friendly. I, I really hope that – the other players, the other rookies are enjoying their locker rooms as much as I am in Norfolk. It's an exciting time. I know we got some new rookies in. We got some really low draft picks that are turning it on. Got lots of TPE or getting really excited in the discords and stuff. It's a lot of fun right now. Absolutely. So let's jump into week one. You guys are taking on Portland and their no-fly zone uh, with all those draft picks recently. How, g- give me a little rundown. What are you thinking about Norfolk going in, taking on the Pythons? That's gonna. It's definitely going to be one hell of a defensive battle, in my opinion, because they're, I mean, three three cornerbacks off the board, you know, round one and two. That's, that's something, you know. And Zamir is going to be, from what I can tell, playing safety out there and, that's that's going to be a strong unit to take on, but 
I mean, as much as as great as their secondary is, how are you going to stop Flash Panda with a group of safeties and cornerbacks? I mean, 295 TPE. Our running backs, they're going to tear up the field on the net, on that game. So it's just it's it, as much as their secondary is a threat, I think that if we focus on the run game, I mean, they're going to they're not going to be able to stop us. Well, that's an interesting perspective. They certainly certainly drafted a bunch of talent out in the defensive backfield, and you guys do have the running back coming back, Flash Panda, run by Juniped, um, who's going to be capped at 250. So the the offensive line or the offensive battle, um, you guys are going to try to run the ball, and they're going to try to use those defensive backs and use that speed. What's going to win out? I mean, I I I can't. I gotta I gotta help. I gotta I gotta say Norfolk's going to take this one. You know and I think our secondary, too, we're pretty strong. But don't sleep on those linebackers we drafted late round. They're gonna, I think they're going to be able to make an impact, though, on this game, too. We've got, a, we've got a good group all around in our defensive backfield, our defensive line. Oh, man, Magnus. Magnus is a crazy and a scary defensive lineman. He's going to tear this game up, too. And, I mean, I, I think that all around – We've we've got a better built team, um, and I've heard I've heard some stuff coming out of Portland that I I just don't think they're ready as a team to seriously have what it takes to go far in this league. And so I don't want to call me out though, but like, but yeah, that's my thoughts on the game. All right. Well, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you guys obviously just lost a uh, defensive end, Dorfos Jim- Dorfus Jimbo Jr. So, um, like you said, Magnus is going to be leading the line. There's not a whole lot of talent. There's not a whole lot of CPE on that uh, defensive line for Norfolk. Are you guys going to be able to stop that running game for Portland? I think that with that big nose tackle up front, it's going to be tough for them to get around that. And I think we have a good enough secondary The kind of hold down that receiving core. And um, I think that it's going to be a very defensive game on the field. They uh, It makes me think of somebody else, another weapon that they just got, um, a tight end, uh, Daniel George. They got another running back, Tatsu Nakamura, who has got um, like 90 speed already. How are you, you, you guys really going to be able to fight against these weapons that they got, huh? I, I think that because, um, I mean, we've got – Obviously, I keep mentioning Magnus, but we've got some good returning defensive end talent as well. Um, and I think that if we if we are able to hold back their receiving core enough and they have to rely on that running game, then I think when it comes up front in our D-line, we'll be able to hold that down pretty good too. It's definitely definitely going to be a, a big matchup. I know Portland's going to rely on the defensive backfield. They're going to try to shut down the offense. But uh, you guys seem to have a, a pretty good match with your, your heavy run game going on. I mean, Flash Panda at 250 TPE uh, at that maxed amount. That's going to be difficult. But you guys also got Tequila Sunrise, and then you got Kevin Coe as your number one wide receiver at 124. Mm-hmm. And then you got Raynaud. Um, actually, Raynaud Hogland got drafted, so I'll take yeah, that back. Yeah. But you guys still got Lewandowski is he still playing with you guys or is did he get moved up to the NSFL do you know I haven't heard from him in the locker room so I'm not too sure on that front honestly all right well we'll have to see there's definitely a bunch of talent coming out of that uh that game one matchup uh Norfolk versus Portland what's your final what's your final call on that one 
I've I've got a call. I think it's gonna be Norfolk over the Pythons. I think that um, our running game is gonna be stronger, and um, it'll be a one hell of a defensive game. But I think we end up on top. All right. Well, there it is, Norfolk. He's calling it. He says they're gonna take you out, Portland. What you guys got? It's gonna be a good matchup. That brings us to the Kansas City Coyotes' first matchup, which is going up against Big Mouth. Myrtle Beach Buccaneers, I'm excited. I can't wait for it. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a fun one to watch over there. Myrtle Beach, obviously, one of the one of the top ranked teams in the power rankings, and it's gonna be interesting to see how they um, come out week one with you guys. We actually just spoke with one of their defensive linemen, Octavio Clemente, who's talking all kinds of trash, which uh, is probably to be expected out of that Myrtle Beach locker room. Um, and he thinks they're going to do big things. I, I think they might be in for a surprise week one with my KCC squad, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd, 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 I'd root for it. I don't want to say I'd root for any team against Myrtle Beach because I, I just I just feel like, you know, they're, they're so determined to be the top and, like, everybody expects them to be the top. But the under the underdog against them is going to be a good matchup. I I, I agree, and um, I like Myrtle Beach. I like the energy that they bring, but it's fun to hate against them too. So it's it's fun to give them yeah, a run for a little absolutely. bit, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I I think, and I know they got a they got a mean defensive backfield. I mean, they got Rodica Scott, who is an absolute beast uh, at the cornerback position. They picked up Jonathan Altador at cornerback this year, and Brandon Booker, who are some guys who I've talked to. I know they got the talent. Um, you know, they got the sa- they got the big big first round pick. Johnny Hell's a popping at safety. Their defensive oh, yeah. backfield is looking gnarly. Oh, definitely. And I can, as a safety myself, Hell's a popping is he's. He, he, we're we're rivals, man. I I I wrote a letter recently and posted it, and I mean, Hell's a Poppin is like my goal because he's just he's crazy with that TPE gains, and he's he's a good guy too. But man, I I just I just want to overcome him, you know? And nasty, right? Gonna, yeah, na- yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be incredible watching that first game and seeing what he can, what kind of numbers he can put up. Cause I want to do better than that. I want to. I want to overcome that. You know. Got mad respect. I know Portland got the um, the 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 three guys going in their defensive backfield. Myrtle Beach is looking nasty. I, I, I'm wondering who's going to be the better backfield this year. Um, I, I don't know. I'm 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 locked between Myrtle Beach and, and Portland. Do you have any but any picks on those two guys and uh, those two teams? I mean. Pythons definitely have a strong draft in those those first three picks, but Myrtle Beach has a lot of returning guys too, don't they? Aside from just obviously, I know that he hate me moved up, but I think Johnny Helzapoppin is going to be a good replacement in there for him right off the bat. Yeah, and they're they're bringing back Rodica Scott, one of their their top earning cornerbacks, mm-hmm. as far as I know, and that's that's just going to be tough. He's basically going to take away one of the receivers for the opposing team. So that defensive backfield is tough. It's going to be interesting to see who ends up making a bigger impact: the defensive backfield for Portland or Myrtle Beach this year. Yeah, yeah, that's a good take. That's a good take. 
When it comes to this game, though, and I know, I, I mean, we're talking about a Myrtle Beach's defensive backfield is good, but I don't really know if they're ready to hang with the Yee squad coming out of the KCC, man. We got quarterback Chika Fujiwara, who is capped out on TPE, and then we made some big pickups. I mean, um, our running backs, we got Kevin Fakin, who came in this year. Uh, we got Octavius Godspeed. I think we still got Andrew Nova. I don't think he made the jump up to the NSFL, so we got some talent there. But you look at this wide receiver squad, man. We picked up Eddie Gita in the first, uh, early. We picked up Michael Withablock, who was at 146 TPE. Is just going to be a monster. And we also got a boy, Tan Johnson. So uh, Myrtle Beach, I don't know if you guys are ready for the Yeast squad. Our wide receivers are going up, up, and away. Uh, I don't know if they can really stop it. Oh, man. Well, that, I, I'm, I'm going to say I'm rooting for you there, honestly, because I – just if Myrtle Beach comes out one and zero, just instantly off the bat, they're gonna just it's gonna go to their heads. So if we can already hit them down with losing that first game, you know, that'll be good as man. Myrtle Beach, you guys have such a target on your on your chest. Some of it is self inflicted. Some of it is just from the just the league perception, I think. But uh, I think that first first round matchup between Myrtle Beach and KCC is gonna be fun. Uh, it should be tough uh, for both sides. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our very uh, what we really want to get into, which is the Norfolk versus KCC matchup. Uh, and the Seawolves playing with the Coyotes in week two. Oh man, it's gonna be an interesting game there. That you you guys have got some admittedly good pieces that you've drafted. I can't. I mean, obviously, Sweets. I love you, man, and you deserve to go as high as you did, if not higher. Pick twenty, you know. Congratulations on that going to KCC. Thank you. I um I I did have them high on my boards, but I am very glad that I ended up in Norfolk though as a sea wolf. It seems like the hashtag Norfolk best folk got some really good things going on in there, man. Um, when it comes to hitting the field though, I don't know if you guys are ready. I don't know if you guys are ready for this team. Yeah, I what well what's your what's your biggest what's your biggest pro? I think you think going into this game. Good question. I think I'm going to look at our, even though I'm a defensive guy, I absolutely love, I mean, I practice against these guys every day. I love our passing game. I love it. Yeah. You you admittedly have a great quarterback who's returning this year and that's going to be tough to deal with. Admittedly. We got the capped out quarterback. I'm so excited. Um, Eddie Gita and Michael Withablock in particular, these guys, Withablock went in like the seventh round. In like the seventh round or tenth round yeah. or some shit like that. And he's putting up almost 150 TPE. Oh, man. That's, yeah, that's that's someone we everybody probably get, is going to regret missing out on, you know? Absolutely. And then meanwhile, we, we got our tight end, Tree Gelman, who she's ready to go. She is super excited. She's got everybody hyped. Our pass game is going to be rough, man. Yeah, we're. I'm, that's something I'm going to look to try and control. The- I think, um, it's going to be an interesting start. It's going to be rough getting into right off the bat. You know, week two facing what's possibly one of the best if not the best quarterback in the dsfl right now obviously maxed out with that tpe it's it's gonna be a I'm game excited. For sure. i can't uh, i can't wait but let's jump over to the other side uh the norfolk de- uh, norfolk offense excuse me what do you guys got going on against the coyotes defense what do you guys bring into to score some points with 
I mean, with Flash Panda, man, our maxed out running back, he's gonna. I know Fat Boy, obviously. Oh, I'm sorry. So incredible. I'm sorry. I think you might have cut out for a second. You said Flash Panda, and then who? I said, well, we on your side of the ball on defense with Fat Boy. I mean, Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you did you say Fat Boy? Okay, just want to make sure. Yes, I did. Yeah, no, he's on your defensive side of the ball. I just he's going to be tough to overcome, but I think that with our maxed out running back there, it's it's going to be no problem for him. And um, for our wide receiver core, we got Kevin Cole, big pickup, obviously big pickup. a great prospect. Yeah, big pickup for us. He's going to be he's going to be incredible seeing him take the field, and then. Just, you know, some tight ends groups. We got Renad Holland at 218 TPE, our tight end, man. He's going to be a good target for us to get into. And obviously, we've got two new quarterbacks. Luke Skywalker, Walker, I believe, is going to be starting for us. And that's going mm-hmm. to be good to see him going. And um, I think our offensive side of the ball might be a bit underrated. But with our running game, as strong as it's going to be, and I know it's going to be a good one. I think that um, it's going to be fun. We'll have to see. It's definitely going to be a battle. I got to say, I'm looking forward to locking down those wide receivers and um, maybe maybe taking this time against these uh, lower TPE quarterbacks to find me an interception, pick pick it off. I'm looking for a pick six. I'm, I'm First game out, I'm looking oh, for a pick yeah. six. Or second game out, you know, looking, looking to make a big, big change here. I think – I know, I know that Bauer, Thubba Bumper, he's he's definitely looking to get some picks this these first two weeks, you know, out there. He wants he wants a he wants the ball in his hand badly, and I mean, I just I can't help but feel the same. I mean, I know that that's like I said, that's one of the best QBs in the league. But if I'm able to grab the ball with that, oh man, man that would feel so good because. I was going to say, you guys yeah, have some, continue, some, some defense. You guys have a lot of talent in defensive backfield. You guys got Alice Quinn. You got the big pickup, Thubber Bumper. Uh, you also got Baden Brosley, uh, yourself, who's out there. And and I think somebody who's underrated, too, is your when he, is your co-safety, Wesley Erickson. Your guys' defensive backfield is not looking shabby. Wesley Erickson, I've gotten I've gotten a lot of chances to talk with him in the locker room. He has a, he has a great presence, friend, friendly guy, and he wants to be – just as good as the rest of us, you know, like obviously you've got Hells of Poppin who's widely talked about amongst the league and you get a cornerback like Zamir who's also got, he's got such a mouth on him too, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. But Erickson, he, he strives, he strives to be just as good as the rest of them. And, and he's going to put in a lot of work. He already has been, he's working on getting some money to get that equipment purchases, you know, so it's it's we're, we've got good defensive back. It's gonna going to be a for battle us. for sure. So let's let's wrap it up. What do you think? What's your prediction for the week two matchup, Norfolk versus KCC? Um, what are you guys going to do against the Coyotes? I think that once again for us, we we've got to run that ball and. We've got to we got to throw it too though because your defensive backfield I don't think it's quite as strong no offense your secondary as far as like like the pythons go but um, if we're able to attack with Kevin Coe and and company then we'll be able to make an impact on that and our defense I mean I can't help but but say that they're gonna be able to slow at least slow down. 
Chica and the rest. So just you know, I've I I I have high hopes. I have high hopes for week one and two, and I hope that we can get out. Just to clarify, you know, you were talking about Chica and uh, somebody. It's Chica in the Yeet Squad. If you're not ready for it, be ready for it. They're coming out. Um, I I think the wide receivers can give you guys a, a tough battle. I think our defensive line is really going to create some problems for your run game. We got Chipotle coming back, plus the big man in the middle, Fat Boy. Uh, we got John Boys. We got me. We got Jeremy Quellers. There's a bunch of bunch of playmakers on the defensive side of this KCC team. So I think we're going to take it. I'm going to call it 28-24. Uh, Kansas City is going to win or over Norfolk. Do you have a final score for us? Oh man, I don't I don't think the score is going to be that high. I think it's going to be let's say 20 20 to 13. You said 20 to 13 KCC? <laughs> yep. No, 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 no. Norfolk. What are you saying? Norfolk is going to take this one, sweets. I love you, but I I have to KCC Bessie, Norfolk best folk. Hey, Mac Norfolk. Matt Cross, Joey B, thanks for coming out. We appreciate it. Is there anybody you want to shout out or anything you want to close up before we head on out of here? I I just want to shout out my locker room. They've been it's been incredibly welcoming. We've got we've got some great players out there and we're gonna make a splash, you know. Fear the fleet, man. We'll see Fear how it goes. Fleet. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. He he said he wanted to shout out his Norfolk locker room. Norfolk, hope y'all doing well, but not too well. KCC, Bessie. All right. Chester Sweets, Kansas City Coyote, signing out. Thanks for coming out, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Yep, we'll catch yep. you guys on the flip side. There you have it, folks. That was my preseason interview with uh, Joey B, a.k.a. Matt Cross, safety for the Norfolk Seawolves. I want to take a second right now to shout out Joe B, aka Matt Cross, as one of the first people who uh, really brought a lot of energy and positivity and support to me, um, both at when I first met him as well as season wide. Every so often, you know, when I go up, he get, I get a good luck from him or hey, great game or whatever. So I really want to say thank you, Joe. Is you really sort of um, symbolize what a lot of us are here for we want to have a good time we want to enjoy ourselves maybe talk a little trash maybe pretend that we're some pro football players um and i really encourage or i really want to just say thank you for making that a real positive place and um on the flip side i want to remind everybody else too we're here to have fun you know whether you're a player or a gm or management or, or front office try not to take this too seriously i mean don't get me wrong i know we're not doing this for for nothing we want to win we want to have good players we want to have fun teammates but i i gotta say it's just seeing some of the behavior recently it's it's a little ridiculous um you know people getting angry i know we're losing players we're losing i mean we just lost a gm and that's just not fun and whether, well, no matter where you stand, the reality is that we're here as an escape for something else. None of us are pro ballers. None of us are getting paid. Many of us spend way too much time on this thing that doesn't really benefit us outside of our personal enjoyment. So if you're losing out on that personal enjoyment, um, or if you're making other people lose out on that personal enjoyment, may- maybe tone it down a little bit. You know, I've been really lucky. I appreciate the vets out there who have been positive and warm and welcoming. 
you know, and I think the season 22 draft class in particular has had a lot of energy and excitement. So it's been pretty easy just to uh, stay lighthearted and have a good time. And I think we really need to remember that. So um, if you are a vet or if you're a rookie, but you've been encouraging people to stay positive and be engaged and uh, just have a good time out here, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that from the bottom of my heart because that is the only reason I'm here. And as soon as it becomes not fun, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. And I'm really enjoying the NSFL right now. So uh, thank you all those who've been a part of making this a, a really fun experience so far. Um, I'm going to go back a little bit to Matt Cross. Uh, he had talked about his guess for how the game was going to turn out. We talked about our, our uh, predictions for the game of KCC at Norfolk in uh, week one or two, week, week two, I think. And we were playing in Norfolk. And I said that KCC was going to steal it. The Coyotes are going to win 28-24. This dude freaking called this game almost on the dot. He said 20-13. to The Sea Wolves were going to take it. They ended up winning 17-10. to So basically he was off by three points for each team. Joey, great job calling that game. I was way off. Um, so even though we've been having the better year, nah, 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 uh, you were pretty on top of that, uh, that prediction. So maybe you got a, a future in Vegas. I don't know. Uh, got to give credit where credit's due. For our listeners... That's going to wrap us up. Thank you for coming out. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Joey B. Um, be on the lookout. We might have a few more of these. I definitely got some some more uh, interviews in the archives, and I want to get these guys paid. So uh, when I can get some free time to get these knocked out, I'm going to do that. If you're a player who would like to uh, reach out and talk to the league, I would love to have you on, especially if you got something of note. Uh, so reach out to me, let me know. And as always, as always, we're looking for constructive criticism. So please, some of you guys are amazing at this stuff. Please let me know what I can do better, what I'm already doing okay, maybe. And um, hopefully you guys will join us next time as well. Thanks for coming out.